0: And we're recording.
1: Okay. Uh, welcome, everyone. I'm Jeff. And I am Aaron. And this is the final word with Jeff and Aaron. A couple of uh, un- upfront uh, things to mention. First of all, uh, it is pretty late at night, and uh, I have to take, get a flight in the morning. Well, it's in the evening. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's 9.30, but i got to drive for another hour to get home.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying. And like, this
1: will probably that, take about an hour.
0: I hope it doesn't take an hour. Well, I mean. Our, our plan is, is to have a uh, have a quicker podcast. That's this what Just go I was, around for multiple
1: reasons. That's what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. This one's going to be a bit more off the cuff, as if the other ones aren't. Um, and then also to add another little bit of uh, fire under our feet. Uh, we're using a different program because Audacity is not working right now. Which means we can't stop or edit. So, like, Without
0: it becoming a giant pain in the butt. Yes. So, this so, will this will be even more raw than other ones. Yes.
1: Basically, welcome to the Stream of Consciousness podcast. Uh it oh, should be yeah, it should be pretty good. Yeah, and,
0: and there's the possibility my parents may be calling in the middle of it because my mom's yep. phone is having issues. And, and
1: normally, what we'd do in that case is we'd pause, cut that little bit out. But we can't do that know, this time. You would have had no idea, yeah, but now, now you might. Hopefully, they don't call, and it takes you know another half hour still for things to. done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways,
1: <laughs> um, so we're just going to try to do a quick little podcast just to kind of keep traditions up. Um, and the theme for this podcast, since I am about to go on vacation, is family vacations
0: why don't you tell us about your current vacation
1: yeah so starting tomorrow i'm going to be flying over to seattle uh meeting with my my parents who've driven there from spokane um and then we're going to finish the rest of the drive to uh, westport washington and we're gonna stay on the coast for about a week then they'll drive me back to seattle i'll fly back here and i'll have never touched spokane which i kind of count as a bit of a success
0: yeah, you're not, you're not a big fan of Spokane. No,
1: I'm Spokane's pretty good, but, you know, it's it's the...
0: Like, going back home type of thing.
1: Hometown. Yeah. Um, actually, honestly, the thought of just sitting in the living room watching really stupid shows with my my family is kind of very enticing, but... Yeah,
0: no, I get that. At the same time, it's probably f- nicer to be on a beach.
1: Yes, most definitely. Also, uh, the flights to Seattle is just a lot cheaper. That's um, not surprising. Yeah. I imagine Actually, Spokane doesn't have a very big airport, does it? It has a decently sized one. The biggest problem is Southwest has gotten more and more restrictive to the flights that go in and out of it. Um, well, and they're
0: hurting right now because of the 737 MAX.
1: Oh, I wonder.
0: There are 115 oh. flights a day that they can't have because they can't fly the
1: 737 Maxes. I imagine that won't affect mine too much because it's not – I I assume you use a plane that's titled The Max for you know long flights, and this one's not that long. I would
0: assume. I don't really know. I mean, they've had to – re. you know, it's kind of a misnomer at this point that they're canceling these flights. They just had to take them off the schedule. It's not like they're every day going, oh, let's cancel this one and let's cancel this one.
1: I haven't – you know, I've heard there's – oh, I'm going to make a mistake here. It's either American Airlines or – what's – United, I can't remember which one, but I've been hearing a lot of, um, shade being thrown their way. Uh, basically, it's American Airlines, it's American Airlines, the ones
0: that the executives are going to go flying on the 737 Max to prove that it's safe or something like that, or, oh
1: no, different, st- this is totally more just different. like anecdotal stories saying things like, uh, how flights will just be delayed, 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 canceled. Oh, and it's like,
0: I, th- I think that's United that's been doing that. Yeah.
1: Basically, yeah. the idea is the flight was always going to be canceled. Right. But they just do this weird delay, delay, delay thing for some probably financial reason. Yeah, I think there's – yeah, I don't know
0: what the details or reasons why, but I've heard of that before. And Anyways. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, moving, so I'm going to Southwest. to vacations.
1: Yeah, so the reason I want to do this topic real quick is my family has a pretty good tradition of, of going to this small uh, coastal town, Westport, Washington. Um, Do you guys
0: w- rent like a, a beach house or something? Or? No,
1: God, we're not that cool. Do you, um, you just have a hotel. Room? Yeah, it's just a hotel room. It is a chateau. It is called
0: really? Chateau Westport. Is it a chateau? I don't really know exactly what a chateau is. If
1: by chateau you mean a slightly bigger hotel, then uh, yeah. Um, and it is on beach property, so you basically can just walk a quarter of the mile to get that's to the cool. beach. That's nice. Um, if we wanted to, although the best beaches are further away, anyways, so it doesn't matter too much. Um, of course, well,
0: they're not going to have the the nice beach for the the you know lowly peons of the world. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's actually the thing I like about Westport is it's so I wouldn't say unknown. It's not like you know, hipster beach, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's not a big
0: popular one. It's
1: not a very popular one, um, which means most of the people that live there are either fishermen or the occasional person's just like crazy and wants to live by the beach.
0: A few years ago, uh, a friend got married in Naples, Florida. Naples is on the West coast of Florida. So it's on the, um, Uh, the Gulf side of Florida. Uh uh And, um, I think it was something like in the town of Naples, something like 90% of the beaches are owned by the hotels. Yeah, okay. And so there's, like, one small section that's public, and it's just complete
1: chaos.
0: (laughs) And not well kept up or anything. And so if you want to go to the beach, you either have to brave the public part or...
1: Get a hotel. Get a hotel. Now,
0: there are ways around it, as we figured out, because basically the the only way to get to the beach is to go through the hotel. There's not, like, you can't, like, walk around the hotel to get to the beach. Unless... However, However, most of these hotels have restaurants, oh, okay. so you can go to the restaurant, but um, you cannot bring any bags with you. So it's, it's like you can come to the restaurant, but you, you better not have a bathing suit with you because we won't let you do that. So you just wear your bathing suit in the ho- in the, at the restaurant and then walk to the beach and just do it very uh, nonchalantly. I assume you just go to the public beach and then walk to... Oh, we're talking... It would be miles to...
1: Bike. It, to, you can bike in sand, right? That's not easily. Motorbike. I mean, you could try.
0: Ski-do. Um, I mean, you could... I get, like, get a, like, a water ski and then go in the water. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so we... Uh, um, so when we were there, we did that one day. We ate lunch And, of course, it's an outrageously expensive lunch. I don't remember what the hell I had, but it was expensive. And we went to the beach. But what was cool is so you get to the beach and they have, you know, beach. Beach. Chairs or whatever they're called. Lounge chairs. Uh um, You have to rent them.
1: Yeah. No, I've I've experienced that
0: too. And fortunately, we got there and somebody was like literally leaving as we got there. Like,
1: you want our rental for the rest of the day? That's so stupid. And I'm like, sure. Mike. Real life microtransactions, transactions—that shit is disgusting. Anyway, um, yeah. So I—we have a pretty rooted family tradition going to this this uh, beach. I've been going there since I can really remember. Uh, I wouldn't say every summer, but pretty much most this summers. This is kind of
0: like your summer vacation type. Yeah,
1: area. this was the thing that we would do. Yeah, uh, and it's a nice little little town. We can—I'm uh, not gonna really talk about all of the features of the town because that's not an interesting thing to do. Um, but I have a couple stories that I think are interesting. But what made me really want to talk about this more is I realized this is a conversation that you and I have never had. This is true. Um, of what
0: we've done as vacations. Yeah, family vacations. As kids or whatever.
1: Uh, and the point I was telling you earlier is I always find it interesting that when you're a kid, you kind of assume that whatever your family does, all families do it.
0: What's really amusing for me is I knew what my family did was – did – was absolutely not what other families did. Um, So both my parents were teachers. Okay. So they had the summers off. So you know. See where that's going. Right. So and then on top of that my uh, dad was very heavily involved in the teachers union and every summer there's a big uh, they call it delegate assembly which is just like this massive conference of where at? Um, it changes every year. Oh, cool. So basically the, basically what it is, so my dad was a member of the local teachers union in Aurora where he worked. So okay. the Aurora Education Association, which is a part of the Colorado Education Association, which is a part of the National Education Association. And so every summer there's the, this big assembly where you know people from all over the country meet and come up with policy and all this stuff. And he was always elected to go to... Uh, he was a delegate. He was the mm-hmm, delegate assembly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, he was always elected to go, and we structured vacations around this because they would pay for him and my mom. I don't know if they paid for us. But basically they pay for...
1: They paid for it enough to make it kind of worthwhile to so might as well just use that as a vacation.
0: Right. And so what it would, and every year it was in a different spot. So there were times it was in San Francisco. There was one time it was in Florida and New Orleans and D.C. and just all over the place. And so cool. the, um, the, con- the delegate assembly or the conference, whatever you want to call it, was usually... I want to say it was like a week. And then we would go from there. And it was not unusual... For us to take month long vacations,
1: sure, because neither of your family needs to be anywhere exactly, and yeah, you are out of school because you're a kid at right. this point,
0: and so we would we would road trip, we would would go all over the place, and it was interesting growing up. I remember um not always looking forward to the vacations. I could see that because it's you know it's a it was like a, there are definitely times it was four or five weeks sometimes and. I remember thinking, like, but what's going to happen? You know, what's going on at at home? What are my friends doing? You know, what, and um, um, in retrospect, though, it's kind of awesome because I have been to um, forty-eight of the fifty states. The two states I have not been to is Rhode Island and Hawaii. Um, and a lot of that is because of all the traveling we did as it's pretty neat and so there was no like we never had like a structured vacation of this is what we do is this where you started your magnet tradition no so my debt so for those who don't know um i have a magnet tradition where basically every place i go i get a magnet and
1: that magnet goes on my refrigerator when you say place you mean like attraction of some sort not just like state or sometimes like the city or the state like okay. if i if so um
0: i've got like a magnet from washington dc Okay. Because I didn't have one from DC. I'm not gonna. If I've been to the place already, I'm not gonna get another magnet. But at the same time, I went to the Air and Space Center in, in DC, and so I have a magnet from the Air and Space Center. Um, uh, my dad actually started that. Um, I don't know when he started it, but I took it on from him. Um, you should actually. My parents have.
1: Do they have a similar collection? So much bigger. Well, obviously, because they've been you know alive longer. Right, but yeah, so much bigger.
0: Uh, but yeah, I took. Uh, the first time, I'm trying to remember, like, the first time I really, like, traveled on my own without my parents or anything, um, probably sometime in college. I think it was Israel, actually. Okay. I think that was the first time I got, like, my, started my magnet
1: collection. Israel. Was this one of those, oh, I always... Birthright. For, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yep. yeah. Yep, it was birthright. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was, so growing up, so we didn't have a structured vacation, Like, oh, we're going to go here. What, this one location every Um, single time? The closest thing we had was New York because we had a lot of family in New York. Um, But in the early... So my whole family's from New York. And growing up, on my mom's side, my aunt and uncle and cousins and grandparents all lived in New York. And over the summers, or even sometimes over the winter, we would visit them. But literally all of them moved out to Colorado in the early 90s. <laughs> literally all of them. The entire cousins and uncle grandparents.
1: So even though you're from New York, you're from Colorado. Well, I'm from Colorado. I was born and raised in Colorado. Oh, okay. So they moved all over here first. Yeah. Well, before, no. Before you got here. Well, no. Your parents did Yes, least. my
0: parents moved here before. My parents moved here in 1976. 1976. So a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. And then the rest of my family moved in the early 90s. So... After that, there was no, like, oh, we're going to go to New York this year. It was like, we the a delegate assembly this year, and then my dad would create. He he would he would plan everything out. It was it was crazy. He loves doing that type of stuff.
1: So so something just popped in my head. Um, what I said that led you into this was uh, that you always when you're growing up, you just assume that what your family does mm-hmm. is what everyone every other family does, and so that you assume that there's a certain sort of like structure to everyone right. else's family yeah, yeah, yeah. was there anything that you realized after you finally grew up and moved on, on your own that there was like not, not tradition but like a habit that your family had that you then realized is baseless and confusing to the point where you'd be like someone else would be around when you did said habit and they'd be like why are you doing this because I be an I, example
0: of your family yeah
1: so one of the things um, we had dogs and I okay. never made the two that associated with this but whenever there was leftover food we'd put it in the microwave and okay. the wait, I, what do you
0: mean by put like just leave it in the microwave? So, or? so
1: like, uh, say we order a, a pizza, right? Uh huh. Um, and I, oh, actually, better example. Say I'm sleeping in really late uh-huh. because this was you know high school me. Really? Of course, yes. Uh, but my parents went out and got McDonald's for breakfast. Okay. Like that. Uh, They'll take the bag of extra McDonald's and leave it in the microwave for me. Okay. So when I wake up, one of the traditions I would have would be open the microwave, see if there's anything in left. Okay, okay. okay. Um, And I realize now the logic was because we had dogs, so the dogs would not eat the food. But I always assume that the reason you put it in the microwave is to keep it kind of like fresh. To keep fresh. it warm? Or, yeah. yeah I
0: that's kind of what I was thinking. That was like a like an insulating device, if you will.
1: Right. So it was uh, maybe a couple years ago back when I was living with uh, Jared and I think Ben at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the Bens. I lived with two Bens. That's true. Um, And uh, I think I was with Jared and I had gotten food for a lot of people, but they weren't there yet. So I was like, oh, I'll just throw it in the microwave. And he looked at me like, why? why? And I was like, oh, because... Cause you, that's what put you it, do, right? You put, it, you put the food. Oh no! And I had a little bit of a crisis moment when Aww. I realized that that was Aww. that was something that our family does, but it doesn't actually like in the real world, it doesn't right. make any sense. We don't have dogs, right? There's no reason to do it. Yeah. So I, I guess mean, it's
0: totally. Like, it makes a certain amount of sense as far as like keeping it warm, but I can definitely see something like why why, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. I don't there's understand. no need to do this. Yeah. And also, I mean, microwaves are only so big. Yeah, probably would make more sense to put it in an oven. Maybe, but, but
1: and th- that's just one example. Basically, it's something that maybe when you were a kid, you didn't realize the reason for why you did it, mm-hmm. but your family did it enough that it was just something that you held to be true. Um, I can't think of anything in particular. Yeah, um, stew, let's do, let's stew do on that one for a while. Yeah.
0: Um. So I guess so. My question for you then: the the beach that you're going to. Uh-huh. Is this been a tradition for forever?
1: More or less, uh, let's see. I can't think of the first time I've gone, but it, it's progressed through stages. When we first went, there was a, uh, by the way, it's sprinkler time, if yeah, you couldn't I don't know hear. know if
0: that's picking it up here or not. It's... Uh,
1: everyone do the sprinkler dance. You can't hear that, but it was a pretty wicked reenactment of a sprinkler.
0: And I am just rolling my eyes right now.
1: In in impressiveness, what's the word for if you're impressed? Awe. Awe. You're rolling your eyes in awe. Yes. That's as yes. and you know what it was it was yes. full of it so it was kind of awful uh <laughs> personally i think it was kind of awesome but. anyways so uh originally we would go to this place called uh twin hmm oh oh this is making me feel twin really Twin falls twin lakes no it was like twin, twin harbor pines. no i can't be right twin pines could be it shoot i can't remember the name of the campground and this is going to bug me oh it was a campground
0: <laughs> yes so it's totally like twin Pines or something.
1: Something along those lines. Yeah. I'm literally going to look this up as soon as you start talking long enough for me to do so. Uh, but anyways, we'd go to this, this campground. It was a state campground. Um, so it was relatively cheap and the sites were really cool and covered in mosquitoes. Uh, um, but this was in Oregon or Washington? Uh, Washington, yeah. Uh, this is in Westport. So we would originally start like way back, you know, little kid mm-hmm. me. Uh, we would have tents, you know, me and probably me and my sister had to share a tent and then my parents had to share a tent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we upgraded to the tent trailer after Ah. after, so the first like five or so years was all people were in tents and it was miserable because it's the coast and it's rainy and you could never get anything and so we upgraded to this and your
0: kids and you're like I'm dirty and... Yes. I, we don't know how to control. And yep, yeah. yep, yep. You yep.
1: basically get back from the ocean of swimming and then realize, well, I guess I'm just going to be like this for the next couple of days. Yep, basically.
0: Just um, resign yourself to the fact that you stink. Yeah, more or less. feel dirty.
1: Yeah, it's no good. Luckily, back then, I cared less about that. I care a lot more now. I don't think I could actually stay in a tent without, you know, a shower
0: Yeah, for I, more than a day. Yeah. I'm, I was like that even as a kid, but... Yeah, wow. Well. If I get into the right... If I if I can do it for like two or three days and just kind of get into the mindset of well this is just what reality is now <laughs> I'm okay it's like getting past that there's, a, there's a little though. bit of a
1: hump for yeah. like how much gross you can tolerate before right. it's okay right
0: yeah it's kind of it's like you just kind of go numb to the grossness or whatever
1: yeah 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 um, but yeah so we upgraded to a tent trailer which was pretty cool uh, it popped up and had. Uh, two beds on either side and then a the table folded down into a bed mm-hmm. um, and I, I got the middle table bed and then mm-hmm. my sister got one of the sides and my parents got the other side mm-hmm. it was really cool the sides were like off center so there was one that was much larger than the other so yeah I know yeah, yeah. I think like I a queen it. and then was a, it
0: uh, uh, like a pop-up camper yeah that's what
1: that's what a tent trailer is basically it's uh, about the size of a normal trailer right and, and then, then it pops, pops up and yeah. like double the size yeah, and know, then exactly it turns what you're into talking about.
0: yeah um, but a, a family friend who had that kind of uh tent trailer thing on the
1: Yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, I'll tell you this, though. The one story that I really wanted to tell while while doing the podcast involves said tent trailer. And it was... I don't know if it was the first year we had it. Are you thinking if you know the story? No, I'm just thinking of camping stuff now. Kind of, yeah, yeah. See, good, good, good. Yeah. Let me tell this one, and then we'll get to your you and camping yes. story. So, um... Yeah, I think this was probably one of the first years we had the tent trailer because we would have learned otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um... So it was night and it was doing that really cool thing where if, if you've ever been camping when it's raining, mm-hmm. for me, one of the most nostalgic sounds is the sound of rain against a tent. Mm-hmm. And it's a tent trailer, so you still get that sound. Mm-hmm. And so it was very peaceful going to bed, listening to the rain against the, the trailer. Um, however, in the morning, because the tent trailer that we purchased was not the highest of quality tent trailers, the entire roof was slightly dimpled in. From all the uh, rainwater that I had pooled on top of it. That's kind of amusing. Yeah. And so me being teenage, uh, I know how to fix all things because I'm me. Of course. Decides, I'll fix this problem. Uh, and I stand up on my bed, oh, no. which is in the middle of the tent trailer. Oh, no. Put my hands up against the roof. To push it out. And it all comes push. pouring in. Straight through the window, right into my bed. Everything's covered in water. And as we mentioned before, when you don't have a hotel room or anything, once something's wet, it's wet for the rest of the trip.
0: Basically. Yep. Basically. Especially in a humid climate where it's not just going to dry out on its own.
1: Oh, yeah. And it didn't stop raining. So it was like it was still raining from the previous night. It was not going to get dry. That's
0: awesome and hilarious Yep, That
1: that was Um, one of the main camp stories that I can remember. So I'm trying to –
0: for like the first – I don't know how many – Years of my life, our summer trips would like partially be the NEA convention. We were in a hotel, and then because the hotel was paid for basically, yeah, 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 and then it was camping because mm-hmm. my parents could not afford anything else at that point. They were living on teacher salaries, you know. Sure, sure. And so we camped a ton, and oh my god, all over the place—national parks, KOA campsites, good um, Sam goodies uh, uh jellystone oh okay um just just kind of all over the place and i remember we had a big four-person eureka tent was it the kind that was so big it actually had like almost rooms yeah, not quite it had um was called an umbrella tent i think is what they called it okay and um it had like a little awning actually sure okay and it was this monstrosity that took forever ever to set up because it was like like 50 different interlocking poles and, <laughs> you totally
1: see it too and,
0: it, and it's one of those like if you it, especially like the worst part was then trying to pack it all up yeah because it's somehow you unpacked it and it was kind of all nice and condensed and then it explodes everywhere and you're trying to put it all down you're like how did we condense it into that it doesn't seem physically possible and um oh my god it it was patched up. We had duct tape on some of it. Some of the poles broke and were taped yeah, yeah, yeah. together. I mean, it was just this...
1: How, how long did you guys have that tent? Oh my or rather, better question, do you still have that they tent? They may
0: still have that tent, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell you the last time it was used. Uh, but, you know, it fit all of us. Yeah, no, it makes was sense. Whole family tent. And, and actually, um, now
1: that I think about it, we, we may have had something similar, maybe not as big. Yeah. I think it was probably one of those, like, big moments when I finally got a tent on my own. Yeah, but... I
0: don't remember... So what ended up finally happening was just got to a certain point where we could afford hotels. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't camp as much. Um, and I don't really remember like, there was definitely a transition period there. Yeah. But, I, um, I know what you're talking about. I definitely, um, I'm thinking that I've got some camping stories. The one I remember in particular that my dad actually has a videotape of, Nice. um, I don't. I couldn't tell you where we were. I, I guarantee you, my dad would remember. And I was. I was not a big fan of camping as a kid. I like camping
1: now to an extent. There's aspects I like, but I, I've never been a.
0: Let's go camping.
1: Um, Probably associates well with the uh, not wanting to be without shower for right, long right. Right.
0: Like I've gone on a backpacking trip, and I can get past that pump of. Okay, I'm roughing it now. Yeah. But, you know, as a little kid, it's like it's uncomfortable and, you know, you wake up and... and Not everyone can have a hair mattress. Right. So, um, I've always... Mornings are always hell for me. They're still hell for me. Mm -hmm. And I remember breakfast being particularly a pain in the ass camping. Really? Um, Because I I, I don't even know how to explain it, but I I have to eat in the morning because I deal with low blood sugar. And if I don't eat in the morning... I don't feel well.
1: Sure. Okay. I can but understand this. I don't like eating in the morning. I can understand that one too. And so this is weird. So camping,
0: like you only have so many options as far as what you're eating. Yeah. And a lot of times it was cereal. Yeah. And I love Cheerios. Um, and so we always had a box of Cheerios and um, a cooler and we would keep milk in the cooler. And... We were, were, I don't remember where we were, and it's in the morning, I'm taking out my box of Cheerios, and I'm pouring my cereal, and a raccoon comes along <laughs> and takes the box <laughs> of Cheerios. The entire L- box? The, in, it pulled the bag. Like, oh my goodness. It, it literally, it, it, probably was, it probably wasn't a box Cheerios, it was probably like a bag. Sure, like sure. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. generic the, like, Toastios yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally took Stuck the, the bag. entire bag and ran up a tree with it.
1: Did did you not see it coming or I don't remember. I really don't
0: remember. My guess is I probably left it on the the uh the table and turned around or something and then all yeah, of a sudden yeah, yeah. and I was yelling at the raccoon and I can't I don't think I was crying but I was really <laughs> uh, I was
1: mad. Yes, yeah, it was like your only source of
0: food. like that was
1: my breakfast and uh, stupid raccoon. I know and it was like you I, yeah. You um, and I have very different breakfast stories because my, my bref- breakfast experience is, uh, back when we were camping at least, um, I would always wake up to the sizzling sound of like eggs and bacon and stuff yeah. like that, which obviously the bacon part is out of the question. But. Whatever. Eggs, know, actually, at that point, I probably would have eaten it.
0: But, anyways. But would your
1: dad. The reason I, I woke up to the sound is because my dad would usually be cooking it. Uh, and when we first got the tent trailer, he'd cook it inside the tent trailer. I'm mm. pretty sure. And since my bed was right where the table was, that seems really dangerous. Yeah, I think so. I can't, really cool. I know one of the newer tent trailers that we had at one mm-hmm. point, the stove actually unclasped and you could clasp yeah, off out the outside yeah, I of know it. What you're talking about. But I just have this very vivid memory of uh, laying in bed, listening to the sizzling of bacon, and then waking up to see my shirtless dad just <laughs> like standing over a whole yeah. bunch of bacon and yeah. being like, this is both good and also bad. Right. But bacon. So I'm okay with right. it. Right. Yeah, I don't know why, because um, my dad, we had a camping
0: stove, and we even had a camping sink, but I don't remember ever, like, having big breakfast. I think it was just, Did like, you guys do any sort of camp food? Um, yeah, at night, we would, you know, we would do various different things, but...
1: That's, like, the thing, when, when it comes to me and camping, the thing I like the most is just the variety of random things that you have to make on a yeah. fire, yeah, I mean we definitely I'm trying to remember. Just I mean this is a long time ago now.
0: And the the bigger thing was is we were never in one place for that long. Yeah. So we would um either be renting a car or we had a minivan and that minivan went many, 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 many places. Hmm, cool. Um and Do you still have the minivan? No. Oh. It was a really comfortable minivan. The best so the best part of that minivan Was it a Dodge caravan? Uh it was a, it was a, a Chevrolet, which is like it was, like it was, some, whatever their. I, I don't, don't know. know. It was it? It was a caravan. It wasn't a Dodge caravan, though. Oh, anyway, anyways, doesn't really matter. It was like the same idea, but um, uh, so a lot of it was road tripping, and I still get carsick, but back then I got really car sick. Yuck! And so I would go in the very back seat. And I would lay across the entire back seat and just fall asleep. Oh, that seems to me that would be worse. See, for me sleeping, I escape and I'm good to go. Yeah, okay. But, um... Oh, I, just, I just meant being perpendicular to the path of motion? Well, I think because, like, my face is still facing forward. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Uh, and also I'm asleep, so it doesn't really matter. Ah. It Also, so dangerous and probably illegal, at least now...
1: I remember doing very similar things where I'd put my seatbelt on to still be... Yes. And then i removed have, that shoulder one yep. so I could lay down to the yep. side. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Yeah.
0: So it's funny because like, I could tell you at the time, I don't think I enjoyed a lot of these trips. In retrospect, it's like, that's so cool. I did all these crazy yeah. things. I don't remember a lot of it, but... It's,
1: again, what is the quote? Youth is wasted on the young or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It's like you don't realize how awesome the things you get to do when right. you're younger are.
0: Right. Um, so... Um but yeah so I don't I never had a oh this is what our well that's not true. I had a this is what our family's doing this summer and it's crazy. Yeah. But there was never oh we're going to go to you know the beach where we always I bet go you or whatnot. Everyone else was super jealous
1: of you. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I know I would have been. Yeah, and I I mean going to the same place every year uh has its definite perks because you get like this oh I get to go see the thing that I get to see every right year. or you get, get to see you, people
0: you, that you might see every year there I don't yeah know you, if that you build
1: no, I don't remember yeah. meeting anybody again but it was more just like you build a uh, history there and that's kind yeah. of nice yeah um, yeah but at the same time I don't know because with my memory I feel like if I went to a whole bunch of places they all would have been completely diminished because I wouldn't remember any specific one of them strong enough to actually
0: care. I would agree with that on some level. Because, yeah. yeah, there's definitely... There's certain things that pop out in my mind. Um, certain events. Yeah. and I mean, I also have a really good memory. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, terrible. I'm like Donald Trump. I have the I have just the best memory.
1: The best. Do you have best. the best words as well?
0: Oh, I have the betterest words.
1: By the way, just the sheer mention of him has reduced our, our numbers... Uh, number of listeners by at least half and also so now we're back down to two two yeah <laughs> yeah we said his name and we can't even cut it out nope uh actually speaking of that do we have the ability to pause and restart no not really dang I mean, it okay then i'm ooh, gonna be
0: oh yes yes i can pause unpaused
1: okay have so i've a no... very abrupt
0: paused i don't know how this is gonna work or not but... i have
1: no idea what happened but from uh, my perspective we just took a couple of seconds to get myself some water Hopefully, from your perspective, it basically goes from mid sentence to this sentence. So, yes, uh, I hope so too. Um, anyways, uh, before we finish up on on foods, because I just really wanted to mention a couple things. Uh, top three camping food items. Um, I know my
0: three I never had any. I think it was because I think it was a combination of because we were traveling so much. Like most of our camping food was pretty sparse.
1: Most oh, so uh, of sandwiches and stuff like that?
0: Yeah, a lot of sandwiches are, you know, cereal or.
1: You don't need to uh, go camping because then I'll show you how to actually camp. Oh, I have.
0: I've I've definitely had
1: some good camping food. Have maybe. you ever had hobo stews? I don't know what that is. So, a, this is probably not what they're actually called, um, but what they are is you take tinfoil, you make a pouch out of it. I know exactly. Yes, I've had those before. Yeah. Yes. Throw in meats, yeah, just potatoes, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Ketchup, and that kind of so stuff. I've throw it on the fire that. and make it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Those um, are always good. That's that's number one on the list. Um, number two is uh, we had these – I think they were originally like panini press type things. They Imagine um, a hot dog stick or like a marshmallow stick that's really long. But instead of it being one stick, it's two sticks. Mm-hmm. And when you open it, it opens a like uh, capsule at the back. OK. So like a big clam shell that opens up. You put something in it. You close it tight. Okay. You put it on the co Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it'll okay, cook both yeah, yeah, sides yeah, yeah, yeah. evenly. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you get it, because I just did some hand gestures. Hopefully, the people listening will. Probably not. Now, e- either way, uh, I learned that you could put two slices of, of bread, uh, pizza sauce, cheese, and pepperoni and stuff in there, and then you would make a essentially like a hot pocket calzone thing with this. Interesting, And it was so good.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh, we would use English muffins and mm. basically turn them into... Uh, these little pizza things. They're really good.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then the last one. Oh, you ready?
0: Yeah. So we paused again. I'm honestly not sure where we paused. So, so my, my dad called because my mom's phone has been having a heart attack and it's a whole big thing in there in New York and remote troubleshooting is fun. Um, and because Audacity isn't working,
1: not really sure how this pause is gonna
0: going to turn out.
1: Oh, wait. Are we actually going again? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're recording. Yeah, so normally what would happen is we would have paused on Audacity and we could listen to the last, like, 30 seconds or so, get an idea of where we were, and move on forward. With this, it's kind of anybody's guess. It's a bit of a crapshoot, but um, eh, whatever. All I know is I was talking about food and... camping, and you had finished your... Uh, number two. Yeah, yeah the clam clamshell, clamshell pizzas. Um And number one is just you throw a whole bunch of bisquick into some aluminum foil and you make gooey... Uh, Pancake. biscuit. Pancake things, batter. oh, so good, Mainly Because you just put a shit ton of butter and sugar and yeah. that stuff. So I, you know, it's interesting. I think
0: God, I don't remember what the hell we ate when we went camping. I just remember breakfast was usually cereal and definitely sandwiches. And then at night, my dad had a camping stove, and I think we would do like camping, like box food or something. I just yeah. I don't really remember. Uh, some of it was, I think, a combination of, um, like most of the like the box camping food is just add water, yeah, and so like lasts forever and, until you add water, so that we didn't have to worry about trying to keep things fresh, yeah. Um, because there were
1: times where we just were in the middle of nowhere. No, we we were always scrambling to eat whatever was in the yeah. cooler as fast as possible.
0: And we never had a camper camper, so it was always a car with a tent and whatnot. Um, my my dad still to this day wants to get a camper.
1: Like a big motorhome?
0: No, not a motorhome. Uh, so there was one year, one of my dad's co-workers had an old VW bus camper. And... Dream car. Yeah. And he borrowed... Do you know
1: what year it was? I don't... I... I, Okay. This was... Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Okay. Did it have... I don't know.
0: It was a long time ago.
1: Okay. I'll do it even easier. Did it look like a Twinkie or did it look like a wedge?
0: Oh, the top part? Which part are we talking about? Just
1: the entire shape of the thing. Um... Because it looked like a... Like a wedge, like the Scooby-Doo mobile, the mystery machine. And mm-hmm. that's uh, like a late 80s No, version. no, no,
0: no. This was a 70s. This was a Twinkie.
1: Then the then the last question is, do you know if it had two front windows or one?
0: I don't remember. I know that the pop-up part was triangular. Oh, okay.
1: Then that was probably a transporter.
0: Yeah. Um, so, speaking of which. Um, so, anyway. So, we borrowed that uh, one year. Because my dad... That was kind of like his dream, to and have he it.
1: realized the luxury that is having a. There were two Retreat. issues with it.
0: There were there were there were two issues with it. One, it had no power steering. Eh, whatever. Two, the clutch was awful. Eh, it's cars. Three, my dad had no problem with the clutch, but my mom could not drive it to save her life because not only could she have issues with the clutch, she could barely reach the pedals, and you couldn't adjust the seat. <laughs> Um, Well,
1: that's just a problem with older vehicles. Right.
0: So, speaking of, um, my brother-in-law bought a VW bus a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah? And my dad always, the the plan was that they would uh, share it, and um, my dad has realized he misses certain luxuries, like air conditioning, that the bus does not have. Eh. Um,
1: Just roll your windows down. And
0: my mom's not a huge fan of it, but that is the bus.
1: Oh, I got to look closer. I think that's also a transporter.
0: Yeah, I think yep. yeah.
1: So it has the one big bay window, which yeah. is the indicator of a transporter. Yeah. The the classic like 60s and Ooh, sorry, you probably just heard a really bad noise. That was the computer, computer scraping against the microphone. The, like, I just classic. I just showed
0: Jeff a picture of a of a VW camper that none of you are going to see.
1: Yep. Uh, the classic one is the one that has the two split windows and like bar yeah. doors, and yeah. it's a Westphalia. So yeah, the Westphalia. That. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel, I feel so, like still want one of those. I
0: think the one we had actually it may have been a Westphalia.
1: I mean, did it have the camper set? I don't
0: remember. Like, ice was so sw- long it, ago. Did it? I don't okay, remember? Did it have
1: chairs or did it have a bench? It had a bench. Then it probably was at the very least a camper conversion, not necessarily Westphalia. Westphalia yeah. was basically a company that would take. Uh, Volkswagen buses and convert them into campers.
0: Interesting.
1: So it's kind of became a synonymous term for camper Camper, bus, but it's a specific company that does it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Pretty. I remember for the one summer we had it, it was great just because we could leave in the morning and my sister and I could still be passed out.
1: Yeah. Very useful Um, stuff.
0: It was just the problem of my mom couldn't drive it. So my dad was doing all the driving. And um, I think if you know they're they're still outrageously expensive.
1: Yeah. Oh God. Oh so my God.
0: I think if my I think if they could afford it, my dad would have bought one. Yeah. And they would have figured something out. See, I'm but, just hoping
1: this whole Enro gig runs long enough for me to make a savings so that I can buy the hundred thousand dollar version yeah. of this thing that I want.
0: Yeah. I think the one, the picture I just showed you, I think it was like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, what I'm, when I'm was, talking about
1: the one with the split windows from like '68. Yeah. Um, is can easily get into the hundred thousands if it's fully restored.
0: It's crazy. The, and they're the only old, getting more expensive. I know. Well, and um, yeah, it's they're such collectors' items. Yeah. That the more original it is, yep. the more expensive it is. Yes. So you could get a, you know, an old, you know, a seventies or even late sixties or whatnot that's been fixed up with modern stuff. Yeah. And it will be less expensive than if you get one that has, like, all original everything.
1: So, honestly, in my opinion, I don't really care about originality. I want I, – I like the, the style of it.
0: The functionality.
1: But I would also – what I would probably do is if I had infinite money, I would uh, buy just the shell – the mm-hmm. old 68 shell, mm-hmm. I would modify anything I need to modify to get it to be how I want it, and then I would rig the shit out of it with modern technology. Yeah. That thing would have Bluetooth speakers, it would have actual safety devices, yeah. Yeah, my, it would have, you know, power steering. Yeah, right. My base has be, done
0: some stuff to it to make it a, a little nicer, but short of gutting the whole thing, which yeah. is kind of what you have to do, I mean, it's still got the original air cooled engine.
1: Yeah, which, which you is, can't really get around that because that's just how. There's like, no
0: room for anything else, honestly.
1: Well, so it's really cool, and I don't know if you know this, but that year, well, that model of Volkswagen bus, the its engine and the Porsche 911 engine are very, 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 very similar. So that you can actually do an up conversion I feel that like replaces I've heard
0: about this. Yeah, or it, heard something along the line.
1: You can basically replace the uh, original like 48 horsepower engine with a. Uh, Porsche 911 engine, which is I, just—I I love the image of you know you're passing people in this g- giant old machine. Yeah.
0: Um, I, there was a growing up. Um, there was somebody on our block who had a old VW Bug
1: uh-huh.
0: with, um, the I Porsche. don't know what it may have been a Porsche engine. That's I don't usually know what, the common. But it was basically you know in the VW Bug and in the Volkswagen and the camper the engines in the back. Yes. And so I remember we would the first time I saw it driving down the, the block there was a VW bug with a engine literally sticking out of the back with yeah. these massive uh, Yes. Um
1: uh, that was an because it the the conversion's a little bit better than that. That yeah. must have been something much bigger. Yeah, it was and I, I don't remember him ever actually driving it. I just He just had it? Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean yeah. I'm just gonna mention the last two nostalgic bits about the ocean that i'm super excited for mm-hmm. and that's combing the beach for for agates and uh like there's this thing called westport diamonds they're basically like imagine a white rock that's almost see-through that's oh okay yeah, i know what you're is. talking about yeah, yeah yeah, um and then also like ocean ocean glass which is just really smooth glass that's not gonna cut you
0: right
1: uh been eroded so yeah combing the beaches was always fun and then uh going crabbing Nice. Really fun catching crab. I'm looking so, forward to those two things.
0: I say we should get to a point of wrapping up.
1: I, I'm that the reason I want to do those last two quick things mm-hmm. is because I'm about to pass out.
0: Yeah. So okay. So two last things. Okay, go for it. One, do you have a favorite camp or like a favorite vacation experience?
1: Um, favorite
0: or like, is there one thing that like popped it pops out to you, like a family vacation event or? Year or anything. I almost chopped my toe off once. Okay, that doesn't really sound like a favorite it thing. It was pretty
1: fun. All right. No, I think really the my favorite experience was just being young, well, mm. being a kid um, and camping at this campground because it's kind of in the bit of a forested area, so you kind of got to just explore. Yeah. But it was kind of also a really dinky forested area, so you're always safe. Yeah. Um, but I can't really think of any like one specific moment, and I guarantee you the instant I see my parents tomorrow if they listen to this they're going to be like what about, what about this one what, what about, about that, that one yeah. what about this one and I'll be like oh yeah those are all good too yes. um, Yeah. but honestly for me the entire experience is not really any one individual ex- moment mm. it's just the you know the sound of rain on a tent or yeah. the smell of bacon cooking in the morning or uh, sitting oh nope you've, you've, nope. Got, you've got something alright you remembered <laughs> something I bet you right now my mom is... If she hasn't thought of this story uh, as well, then she's about to get really embarrassed. If she has thought of the story, she's probably hoping that no one ever speaks of it. So I'm going to tell you the story of my mom and the floating dock. The mom and the floating dock? Dock. Okay. Okay. So here's how this lays out. The place that we go camping... Uh, go crabbing, excuse me, is basically a pier that leads off into the middle of the harbor. Okay. Um And... On on this dock, there's a whole bunch of boats and there's a whole bunch of these floating docks, which yeah, yeah, essentially yeah. are just docks you can move around if you need to. Yeah. Um, so as I recall the story, my sister and I and probably my, my cousins, because uh, usually when we go camping, we go camping as a big, mm-hmm. f- big, big family, um, were crabbing at the time. And my aunt was sitting on one of these floating docks reading a book. Now, these docks look more or less innocuous, so you, you don't really know what they are until you get on one. Yeah, I know you're Yeah, so my mom comes along and goes, oh, that seems like a good place to sit. I'm going to go sit on there. Now, you can probably guess where this is going, maybe just a bit. I can tell by, by your face where... I think where, I have an idea, but continue. Um, but to kind of set this up even more, my mom is deathly afraid of the ocean water, mm. specifically of the water near the dock. Mm. So, mm. Mm. so she goes to get on this dock, not realizing that it's a... Not attached in any way. It's, it's going just a to floating float. dock. And the instant she steps on it, the entire thing shifts. Oh, God. Um, causing, I, I believe my aunt... Not to go into the water, but the book she was reading definitely went into the water. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the entire thing shifts. My mom falls onto the dock, causing it to shift back. And so now we're rocking back and forth. Oh, my yeah. aunt, realizing that this is a bad situation goes to jump off which causes the entire dock to shift again
0: more,
1: oh my god <laughs> my mom then getting up causes it to shift back yeah and basically it's just going backwards and forwards backwards oh. and forwards backwards and forwards um so, so my mom finally gets up getting ready to jump off the dock when my aunt realizes that she left her book floating in the water to go get it so she jumps back onto the dock oh, shifting the entire thing again Ah, <sighs> It was a mess. Oh my god. And are you
0: watching this or I
1: didn't see a thing because oh. I was pulling I, all, all I heard all of a sudden out of the back of my behind me somewhere I just hear Jesus Christ Mother Mary of God. <laughs> And uh, oh, cool. I turned around to see her finally get onto the dock. No one fell in the water, thank God, because I'm pretty sure if my mom did, she would have oh, just... they didn't actually fall into the water. No, that's they, very yeah, impressive. Very impressive. Uh, cause, especially because if she had touched the water, she probably would have instantly drowned, just from fear. Yeah. Um, but once she finally got back on the dock, she does one of those, like, ta-da! And right. everyone around starts clapping.
0: Right. That's <sighs> that's very nice.
1: So there you go. That's the, the moment I'm going to leave you with.
0: Cool. All right. So, final word time.
1: Yeah So let me get the final word This is a, a word that I'm pretty sure I've heard before um, But I never actually knew what it meant
0: Interesting So
1: let me get the sound up uh, The word is factotum Factotum Oh It would help if I turned the
0: volume up on this thing Oh yeah that would, we, We've been turning our phone volumes down so when Factotum something... I've heard of that before Factotum I've heard of a factotum before Any idea? I know it has nothing to actually do with a fact or, or a totem. Yeah. It is a a a factotum. God, I've heard that word before. I know. That's what,
1: that's what I... I saw this one. I was like, oh, I shouldn't ask that. I know what that word is. And I re- read the definition. I was like, I don't know what that word is. But I definitely heard it.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so how how is it spelled? Is it spelled F-A's, like...
1: It's fact-o-tum.
0: fact o or, or better,
1: fact totum
0: Yeah, fa- fa- fact o Yeah. fact yeah. totum. Uh, uh, you want it used in a sentence, which I think we should start doing. Yes, now. yeah, okay. Yes, use it in a sentence. He
1: he was employed as a general factotum. That doesn't contractor? really help at all. I kind of, kind of, actually, in Could some sense, general, like a worker, a general factotum. So, you want to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an employee who does all kinds of work. Oh, so yeah, just yeah, kind of like, like a gopher, general,
0: go general contractor. See, or what's or so funny plan? is I always right.
1: thought the word factotum was kind of like, uh, you know. Um, a word that meant rise above the rest, uh, a shining example. Yeah, or something. But, yeah, no, it's just, no, it's just like person a person that does a lot of work, yeah, really. a lot of various work. Cool. So there's your word. And All again, right. we tried to make a small one. How long did we go? Uh
0: oh, forty-seven minutes and eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yeah. So yeah. our short
1: ones are about the same length as yeah. our long ones.
0: All right. Well, with that being said, we're going to stop now.
1: Good night. Good night. And good luck.